Now presenting. And I'm so sick of people saying that that love is just all a woman is fit for. I'm so sick of it. The Cinema Chicks Podcast. Maybe I'm one of those people that has always wanted to do it, but it's like a pipe dream. Totally by guess. Snap out of it. Starring Hope Johansson. I'm not a poet. I'm just a woman. And Madeline Rancourt. Yeah, Call me Ladybird like Christine. you said you would. Hey, I'm Madeline. And we are the Cinema Chicks. Hope this is a sad episode because it's our last episode of White Lotus season two, but it's okay because The Idol is going to be coming out on HBO. I mean, I, that's true. We'll I don't have know. They've been teasing series. it for like five years, so who Literally. knows? But we'll have another bonus series and we'll be giving everybody our little weekly TV recaps aside from our movies. So, you know, just mogul girl bosses over here. Anyways, we are covering episode five, six, and seven of The White Lotus. Whew, I'm sad to see it end. It was a quick seven weeks. It was a really quick seven weeks. I am shocked that it went by so fast and I'm shocked by the content of the last three mm-hmm. episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of money issues. Money was a big theme this season. Um, well, I heard Mike White was saying season one, I guess, was money, which is hard. I think every season is money because it's like rich, people, rich people. So I'm like, okay, season one was money and race. This or money, I guess. This was sex, and three is gonna be death. Oh. And I'm like, haven't they all been money and death and sex? But okay. Yeah, I was gonna say there was a, a lot of sex in these last three episodes. Too. Yeah, well, yeah. This was mm-hmm. wild. Yeah, wild. Yeah. yeah. Mike White, you did it again. Mike White, and it's so funny because you see him, and he's just like this little petite, quirky man. And it's who was like, on the Survivor? I'm like, who was okay. on Survivor? Who's in school of rock mm-hmm. and it's like and this came out of just your brain no literally every episode every episode written and directed and produced he's going hard he he, he crazy for that i think he's but doing crazy no me too i just feel like i mean in no judgment you know doing it but he must be doing something while he's writing you know he must be on something while he's oh writing, absolutely but you know what mike you're a girl boss and i appreciate it and look what you've done you've done you know, these last three episodes, I literally had no idea what was going to happen until the last 10 minutes of the season. Episode five, I was like, okay, like, you know, knowing Mike White, knowing season one of White Lotus, yes. I wasn't expecting to know until the very end. But after episode five, I was like, hmm, I don't know anything. After episode six, I was like, hmm, I still don't know anything. Right, episode six was a very bland episode too, I literally in my opinion. got I off of my couch and was like, uh-huh. What, yeah, what happened? And How then, are we going to tie this up? And then the finale was like all over the freaking place. Like, yeah. I, fe- I felt like a little ball in a pinball machine. Yeah. Like, two, 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 two. Uh, I would like to shout out um, performance wise. We had some insane girl boss moments in the finale yes. from Jennifer Coolidge, queen of comedy and especially physical comedy when she does yes. that thing, when she gets off the phone with Portia and she walks out to the table in this like weird stupor and then just books it to the opposite mm-hmm. end of the boat. I was dying. Um, a shout out to Megan Fay for that scene she has uh, on, on the beach about not being... A victim of your own life and, yeah and she she said that before to harper mm-hmm. but that that scene with ethan like it's all over my twitter emmy nomination for a look yes yes when, when you have 30 emotions on your face from one look mm-hmm. oh 
so good. And Aubrey Plaza, too. She, of course, killed it. I uh, mean, she got a Golden Globe She nom. did get the Golden Globe nom, so did Jennifer Coolidge. So, mm-hmm. slay for both of them. I'm sad there wasn't a spot for Megan either, but yeah. you know what? Hopefully. Because that would be huge for her, because she, she, doesn't, she doesn't have a name like Jennifer and Aubrey. Exactly. So, uh, be, but maybe it, it, this is a, a good launching point launch pad and she had audition for season one really yeah i watched an interview she had audition for season one obviously didn't get it i don't know who she auditioned for maybe um, honestly i think she auditioned just oh true but okay so uh episode seven i was having a little watch party and while we were waiting because we were anxious we had dinner we made an italian dinner it was delicious i say we it was really my roommate and her boyfriend um and i made the april spritz because i make heavy drinks and i enjoy them slay so we did that and, you know, we can't eat dinner. Well, we could, but we wanted to eat dinner earlier than 9 p.m. So we ate dinner and while we were eating dinner, we are like, okay, I have to like watch some White Lotus recaps to like pregame. So we watched like this really, really long, like 46 minute interview with like the entire cast. Uh, and I learned a lot. So I'm excited to bring it to the podcast. But it sounds like a lot of the characters are written for the actors. I don't really know Mike White's process. I don't know in what order he works on his show, if he casts and then he rewrites. But I know Jennifer Coolidge was saying that Tanya was basically written because she went on a trip with Mike White and like- That's so funny. Yeah, so I guess that like kind of inspired the series and that's why she's been in both seasons. That was at least was my understanding. Um, But yeah, Megan auditioned for season one, didn't get it. And so I think maybe he wrote season two with her in mind, but the interviewer was like, so did you audition for season- No, she was like, you didn't audition for season two though and she's like no no, no I, I had to audition again so it was it was interesting and you know she was on the bold type but she's mm-hmm. not necessarily like a household name right and I just love seeing people like that who you know it's not like they were necessarily just called in I'm sure exactly. she her agent really did have her audition and so really fought for her yeah so I'm excited to see her in this and I've also just been seeing like one of the hotel concierge, the girl who the manager is like kind of hitting on. Yeah. That's like with Ru- Ro- Roku, Roku. Yeah. <laughs> like, is he a Roku? I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I saw her self tape on TikTok. She posted it. Oh. And I just, I just, you know, I just love seeing the audition side as an actor and being like, oh, okay, like you can book something through an actual audition and not just being Margot fucking Robbie. Right. Cool. Um, so we love that. And yeah, this was just, this was a wild, wild season. Sorry, I just keep saying, saying it's wild. But for me, not to jump ahead, but for me, the ending wasn't as satisfying as I wanted. This has major, major spoilers. Only listen to this if um, you've watched the season. Yeah, I agree. But I, Tanya dies. Ta- yeah, Tanya. Okay, here's here's the thing though. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't exactly what I was hoping for. Yeah. However, the way in which she dies had me dying. Hackling. Yeah. So so she she you know it is about to be killed or at least kidnapped with rope and, and duct tape by these mobster gays. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love because her husband Greg is like somewhere in on this. Right. He's he's also a a, a gay in on this apparently yeah but also has another family somewhere else yeah interesting man mm-hmm. that greg yeah like i hope he would come back for season three i'd be intrigued well it was interesting because like in this interview they were talking to jennifer coolidge and the actor who plays greg and the way he was talking about his character was as if he was like in a lot of this season and i was like buddy you really <laughs> you, were, you were in like the first two episodes. yeah and then he was like they were asking him something about his character and he's like well greg's not really defined and i was like 
No shit. He's so not- maybe you <laughs> just didn't define him as an actor. Interesting. Do your homework. Yeah, do your but, homework, bestie. Okay? No, I'm kidding. But as anyway, if I, yeah. I, I did think it was pretty girl boss of her after she was like, who are these gays? Mm-hmm. Then, then she goes and shoots them all while laughing. And while she's trying to escape, she accidentally kills herself. And the little ding when her head yes. hits the Yes, oh rail, my god. Best to use the stairs. I laughed. I laughed my ass off. And I didn't necessarily want to laugh when the no. person died. Because I feel like last season with, with the when the hotel manager takes the shit in the luggage and yeah. then gets macheted. Yeah. Well, I, I was I was gasping, yeah. and gagging, holding on for dear life. Whereas this season I laughed my ass off. Well, and I wasn't expecting Tanya to die. I didn't think she'd be carried into season three. I think right. I think maybe season three we're gonna follow another character from season two. That's gonna I, I feel I like that, that would make sense if like, okay, you have one character, season one, they follow you into season two. Season two, you meet a new character, they follow you into season three. Yeah, and then I like, like, I like I think that, that would be good. I don't know. I don't know who I want to see necessarily. I mean, personally, I there's no way I think that they're going to go resort hopping, but I'm a big yeah. Lucia Mia yeah. stan. And the fact that Mia gets to keep the job as yep. the pianist at yep. the bar and fucking Lucia scammed Albie out of all that money. And like he really believed that she cared about him. Yep. And like we as the audience were kind of really buying into it too. Yes, yes. I'm dead. They're icons. Icons. Well, and that's what like <laughs> I literally say this every freaking episode. I'm like, and that's the interesting part. But Mike White really is such a genius because the way he set this up in the final episode, we thought maybe she, maybe Lucia and Mia are going to get killed by um, the, the, the sort of like hitman, hitman pimp, pimp sort of man. Who instead is just one of the bellboys at the hotel. Literally genius uh, on their part. And maybe it, Mia oh. could have been killed by the piano man. I don't know. Yeah. Um, also, we see Ethan and Cameron fighting. Could have been one of them. Like, we really had no no idea who it was going to be. I guess my point of, like, it wasn't satisfying is I really wanted it to be one of the couple situations. I don't know. Yeah, I did too. Tanya kind of just felt like a cop-out to me. I think it's maybe just – I, mean, I she, love Jennifer Coolidge, but – I wasn't as interested in her story. Right. She I was, think. And she's like such an easy target too. Yes. Which I guess yes. why the quote unquote satisfying part yeah. should be that she accidentally kills herself. Yeah. Yeah. But like it still didn't do it for me because it's so predictable that she would die. And then I was also thinking like it's just like season one where we see the, um, you know, the couples going back. And, you know, now, like, all this craziness has happened and now we go back to our lives. And we see Daphne and she's, like, with Cameron at the airport. Obviously, like, yeah, she has to go back home. But it's, like, she just found a dead body. Right? Like, you'd be talking to the Italian police. No, yeah, I'd be a bit shook up, like, wow, that was quite the way to end my trip. Right. And I I guess, you know, she kind of does. She talks to the girls on the beach about it. But it's just it's just such a wild time. I think episode five and six, they felt a little slow in a way, but they did have excitement. We're seeing the son and father and grandfather finally go on the mission that 
they set out to go <laughs> to on go and find their family. go find their family and because they don't have Lucia to go with them because she's, you know, being taken, she can't go and translate for them and that really messes things up because they kind of scare their family and their family is like, we don't really care. We don't want to talk right, to like, you. Right, like, who are you? We're weird men. We're just a bunch of older women hanging out here. And yeah. And there's the grandma who comes out with the artichoke and it's like, fuck you. Yeah. No, that was a lot of fun. And I, I just enjoyed seeing them like, wow, we literally, I mean, money seems like it's no problem for them, but like, wow, we really traveled all this way for this moment. And like, there's no saving. They yeah. can't go back now and be like, so actually we're sorry. Like we're going to take another trip to go talk to them. Like that relationship no, it was is over. cut. It's over. It's done. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun to see. And instead you got scammed out of like a hundred thousand euros exactly. by these twenty year old women. Exactly. <laughs> we also saw interesting stuff between Cameron and Harper and Ethan. I mean, literally he's spiraling. He's having these visions that yeah. they did something, that they locked the door, that the door that they shared in their rooms was accidentally open, that they went to get their hats, that they took a shot together, yep. that they were touching legs under the table. I mean, there's all these puzzle pieces for him to feel this way. Also, Cameron's a pretty fucking shit. Sorry. Excuse my language, but <laughs> Cameron's a pretty shady guy. Uh, yeah. So it makes sense. And that... I mean, everything, except for, I never felt like the man trio, I never felt like they were going to be a target. Yeah. Maybe in the sense that, like, you didn't pay us, but also at that point, Cameron hadn't paid her either. Exactly. So I never felt like they were a target. And he somehow got that taken care of, which was interesting. Yeah. But also, like, Weirdo. not that, like, people were a target, but even targets within themselves, I never felt like they were going to kill each other. Yeah, I didn't either. So I, I wanted to say, like, you know, episode five and six, it was a lot of, like, boiling points for the couples. Yeah. And then we're seeing Portia and Tanya go off with these men, and then we're seeing Lucia and Mia, like, supposedly get into this trouble and all this stuff. But I was never really worried about the guys. I, I think either. also because it was three straight white men and it was like, they're going to end up on yeah, top anyway. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. And, and they were fine. They're but you just, know what? At least they got scammed out of money. <laughs> no, exactly. Doing something good for the women of Italy. For real. I just, I was laughing because after watching this season, I was like, wow, it's really funny how the dad, like he went on this trip and already had this escort set up like he he booked that like it was in a, advance no like exactly it literally an excursion i know it wasn't like oh like he met her at a bar or something or like got into town and saw a flyer i don't know right, something no, he, like that he like planned he's like i need a girlfriend while i'm in, in for a week yeah no literally so that was that was just funny and at the end i'll be and portia exchange numbers and maybe they'll have maybe season two they go on a little trip there they go on vacate that'd be that'd be cute i like both of them enough that I'd be willing to see them again. Yeah, it was just funny with Albie and him and uh, Lucia, and he's like, maybe you can come to LA. It's and like, buddy, like, yeah. it's not like she's in San Diego. Like, <laughs> no, she's in Italy. Also, girl is not leaving Italy. Like, no. why would she? But to come visit you in LA, like, it was it was just funny. It was so it's silly. like, honey, you've yeah, known each other baby. for a week. But I mean, listen, I fall into that too sometimes. So go off. I love that for them. I am interested though. They have like, and I never understand, but yeah, how many people viewed live when it dropped? Yeah. It's interesting because we have those numbers here pulled up and there's quite the spike at the finale. And that just confuses me. Like 
where people just like, okay, I have to watch it on Sunday. Like I will stay up right, later. Like people planned. Yeah, people planned for that. Or because yeah, it's a it's, million. Yeah, people. it's increasing every every episode. But I just hope like people I hate when they jump on the bandwagon and they're like, Oh yeah, I love White Lotus. So like you haven't even watched it. You just want to be in on the the, the no. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I hope that wasn't the case. I hope people were just too excited to watch it. I ran into that issue in episode six. Uh, apparently HBO, you can't have more than two people on at once on your account. Oh. And right at nine o'clock, me and my roommate were so excited to watch it. And my parents were watching it and my sister was watching it. And I FaceTimed my sister You're and I said- got kicked off? Yes. Well, I wasn't even watching it. It just said couldn't work. And then I was researching and I was like, what the heck? So I FaceTimed my sister and she was very kind and let me watch it. So Aww. I was very thankful. Um, and my parents, they go to bed a little bit earlier. So they're like, once once we're done, then you can hop on. So HBO, that was, that was rough. And also I had to, I'm like ranting on HBO, but I had to sign out of my HBO to watch the final episode because it wasn't working. It wasn't loading. So I was freaking out, but I just had to log out. It had worked and I was able to see the finale and it was wild and i'm interested to see when season three comes out it's in the talks that not even in the talks it, it was announced that it is picked up for a season three as it should be because everybody's talking about this it's i feel like it's the big hit show right now and it's exciting because it's you know wednesday and stuff like that it's coming out and people are discussing it and it's going crazy but Something like White Lotus and Euphoria, they have that week by week moment and everybody's talking about that specific episode rather than the TV show as a whole. And I feel like when the TV show as a whole comes out uh, and you can binge watch it, it's like the hot topic for that week. Yes. And then nobody talks about it. It's, it's very trendy where an episodic sort of thing when it's released week by week, it lasts a little bit longer. And I'm happy because White Lotus deserves that. And I'm thinking that season three, I've heard a couple different hypotheses. And I've heard people want Ski Lodge, African Safari. I think oh. it would be fun. Um, but my vote is Eastern Asia. I agree. I think I think Japan would be Japan or like fun. Thailand would be really Ooh, cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm rooting for that. I think that would be really interesting. I feel like we've already gotten tropical with Hawaii because I was gonna say like and maybe Italy. like That's, yeah, both were pretty you know beachy. Yeah. So I feel like we're ready for something else. I have mentioned this before. Ski lodge, yes, I think is interesting, but I I really want to see culture be brought into it because yes. I think that's what makes it really interesting. I think like what. We're gonna go to Aspen. I mean, maybe maybe like Aspen. the Alps would be cool, but I feel like that's still not gonna be like pushing the boundary quite right. enough. Um, New continent. Yeah, I think safari would be really cool. Uh, I've been seeing. I like. I do like that idea, especially if the third season is gonna be about death. Yeah, some people are saying like model and her manager, influencer and her manager, and I don't know all the different relationships people want to hmm. explore. One that I saw that I was like absolutely is a girl's trip i would yes. love to, i would oh love gosh, to see so a girl's fun. trip i would love to see maybe like a bachelor party would be fun mm. yeah so those are those are my ideas mike white you can steal them just give me credit absolutely and on that note that's a wrap thanks so much for listening to our bonus series covering white lotus if you enjoyed you can rate and review us on your favorite podcast platform you can also follow us on instagram at the cinema chicks and on tiktok at cinema chicks and if you want to be friends you can follow me on instagram at madeline daisy rancourt and on letterbox at madeline daisy or you can follow me on instagram at hope johansson and on letterbox at hjoha thanks for listening 
so glad we had that talk. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much.